is this beer is called Far Beyond Driven. As a sh a, a shout out to Pan Pantera. Uh, oh hell yeah! And then it's a collab with a brewery called Driven. I gotta try yes, it. It looks it. like a cider almost. So it's, light. It's super light. It's the lightest beer we've ever done. Oh, that's up my alley. It's tasty. Oh god, I love all the beers here. They're all so good. Yes. I'm not Pan a big beer guy until I came to Tarantula Hill my first time last year. I'm exactly, <laughs> exactly the same. Exactly the same. Yeah. Never really cared. Now it's like, oh, God, trying these different they're beers. so good. So it's let's start so from fun. the top. If we want to save your voice so you can sing tonight. Yes. yes. How did you guys meet? <clears throat> um, 2008, 19, 20-year-old Garrett. Um, Johnny reluctantly took a meeting with me when he didn't have time while planning <laughs> his wedding and everything <laughs> as a favor to a friend who was high up in the music industry. The sounds. As he was uh, <laughs> hastily packing up his studio and everything, I think he forgot he even had the meeting from, for me. I wanted to record. And um, I'll never forget. He was like, yeah, like, what do you sound like? Oh, what, uh, like, what are you trying to do? And I was trying to explain it to him. And finally, do you have a guitar here? I'll show you some songs. And then played him one song. And he's like, you got another one? You got another one? You got another one? Fast forward three years later, he gave me half his band. And we've played tons of shows together. There was... A good three years where I think his wife Marie hated me because we spent more time together <laughs> in the studio. Never hated him. <laughs> she loves me to death, she but we we like definitely spent brother. more time together than uh, awake at least than him and his wife for a good couple years there. And he's <laughs> like a big brother to me. So, so what what did you think when you first heard those songs? Oh, I was blown away. He's obviously super talented. Um, the like I mean, he has, he has a great voice and and plays the guitar well, but his. Um, his songwriting skills are um, super on point. He writes mm. good songs. Thanks, that's that's to me that was like at that time I just wanted to work with people who were writing songs, and he right. came up, and I was like, oh, this is this is rad. I'm I'm all in. Yeah, I think I've had a, I've had a few hands and at least inspiration and some lyrics and a few OPM songs. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Those were those were really good days. Um, we had. I was telling you briefly earlier about that. The, Tell them about, about Groove Grooveworks. Oh, Grooveworks was this, uh, <laughs> it was this lockout space in Torrance, California. The front building had just rooms after rooms, and it was fully ran by, like, crackheads and everything. It was, it was the dirtiest spot, and then there was a building in the back. <laughs> was that a practice studio? Or? It was practice studios okay. that everyone could rent out, and then the studio in the back was OPMs, which later became GLR and OPMs, because Johnny, like I said, took me under his wing, and it was, we would jam there, and... We would throw parties there. It was a venue. You could fit 150, 200 people in there. It was a we 10, had some ragers. 15 by 25 <laughs> like foot totally stage. Totally illegal parties with like selling. We had full bar set up selling booze. And oh, beer. yeah. Oh, no way. Almost every time we got. One time I was so tired from setting it up. that the, And then the cops came before we got to play. And I was like, yes. <laughs> really I was so stoked. I was and so I got tired. to play at the time. He at played, that time. Closed it out in front was, of the most amount was, of people I had played in front of, I think, at that time. Yep. It was raging. And I heard Paul Modiano, who introduced us, told me a story back in the day, that place that used to be a mechanic shop for like semis and had this big hydraulic lift to lift up the trucks that went out of business. And then back in the day, do you, you know this story? Uh, vaguely remember. Dude, they built a stage on it and stuff. And like the descendants of Black Flag used to play shows no there. Way. And like bands like Minor Threat and Social D and shit before anyone knew who they were would come there and play no shows way. there for free and like two bucks a show or whatever. And I was like, always tried to channel that energy when fucking when Paul told me those stories every time we played there. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. How would you describe your music? Like, what uh, is it? Like, what's your sound? Um, my sound, solo acoustic, what I'm doing tonight is, um, I, shit, I don't know, punk rock acoustic, poet, 
guy. Um, I like it already. Catch, catchy, <laughs> catchy melodies, three-minute songs, you know. Um, just rock and roll. Right. Basically, just fucking rock and roll. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's got a he's got a really old soul, super soulful. Um, like I said, just like solid songwriting, really well thought out. And yeah. I got a couple tonight. Nobody's heard before. You haven't heard either. I'm looking John, when's the last time you've, you've seen Garrett play? Man, I don't know. <laughs> it's been what, a long what, time. What, when would it have been? It would have been probably 2016. What show? Were you at the Scott Weiland one? You did go to the Scott Weiland show, did, didn't you? Yeah. Wait, that was the last show pause, I played solo. Scott Weiland? Scott Weiland show. Was that the House of Blues? St. Rock. I must Wait, have been. Like, open right. for Scott Weiland? That's I opened for Scott Weiland on the first show. Like Scott Weiland, the Stone Temple Pilots? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Was he solo? He yes. was, no, Scott Weiland in the wild about, so oh. they just played Stone Temple Pilot songs. <laughs> he crushed it. He's Scott Weiland. He killed he's it. He's by far one of my favorite singers. Yeah, he's, oh, he's one of my favorite front men. Yeah. Front, yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. He's like spinny, so like great. Yeah. a Mick Jagger-esque yeah. vibe and everything. Yeah, I opened for him. That was the first show of a tour. He hadn't done it forever, and three weeks later, he died. Yeah, he died in Bloomington, Minnesota. Yeah, it was the like first, first. Miles from where I was. First was show crazy. of that tour, I opened for him. No way. Wild, unreal when he died. I cried. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's wild. And you guys did those shows at that at the was it the foundation room at the House of Blues? Did a few of those, yeah. I think that was probably just right before that. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. I I almost liked playing those shows better than the House of Blues. No stage, just like really very punk rock influence in my life. That's like where I thrive. That's my safe spaces. You know the in your face, no stage, <laughs> and go out push people around. That's what I love. Maybe we can get you a wireless on your guitar and you can walk through, uh, jump off stage tonight and just kind of walk through the crowd. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> approaching my mid-30s, the thing's starting to hurt now. The things John, what, Johnny what complained about when I met him. I know, right? <laughs> like, shut up, old man. <laughs> um, when was the last time you played? This is the first time back in a minute. That, that was the last show was the last I played show. singing. I, play, I played in bands since then. Okay. I've toured and I've played guitar. I, I moved to Nashville for a little bit. Played in a band called The Racks that's out there. They're like amazing. Um, that was a lot of fun. Singing, playing guitar? Or just playing I was guitar? just playing guitar, which was okay. tons of fun. Right. Less pressure. Oh, yeah. I was very, very much like couldn't do anything before the show. Had my regimen, didn't want to mess up, wanted to sound good and stuff. But playing guitar is like walking for me. So if I don't have to sing while doing it, you give me beers and everything before the show. And <laughs> it's it was just a whole different experience than what I did for the 10 years leading up to that so that was fun yeah yeah you said you're gonna play a couple songs that you haven't played before yeah. tonight oh yeah tell us a little bit about that uh one song i got i'm excited to play um i recorded it last time i actually came down here and saw opm play at tarantula hill last october yeah is when you guys played here last night uh it's called stay at home order and it's my my inevitable uh, quarantine song my, right. my my take on what was going on during the pandemic, how I was feeling started out as a joke, was supposed to be funny, and became uh, oddly relatable, which is kind of the pandemic in a nutshell. <laughs> so, a joke, but relatable with yeah. everyone going through the same thing, but right. their own battles and stuff. So, yeah, that's the one I'm excited to play tonight for sure. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. His, uh, I would say, his greatest hit is a song called Music Appreci Appreciation. That's, I think, what he's most known for. That will be the last song tonight. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great song. It definitely, like, 
sums up his his story and yeah pretty yeah good. when you you asked me about my sound and everything listen to the lyrics at that song at the end of the set tonight and that'll yeah. sum it up just like johnny just said yeah, yeah.